Hey, hi, hello, friends. Welcome to episode one of Breaking Bell, the podcast where I share crazy personal stories and cover TMI lifestyle topics. It's Breaking Bell. Leave a message. All right, so let's get right into the juicy goss, shall we? Ew, I can't believe I actually just said that, but what can I say? It is what it is. So one year ago, I fainted on a first date. Like, what? Talk about a dating horror story. Am I right, ladies and OGs? I honestly doubt he's listening to this podcast, but if you are, hi, this is no shade, just facts of the story. Hope you're well. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. Just to preface this and many other stories surrounding this topic to come, I have to put out there that I absolutely despise dating apps, period. Yes, I heavily relied on them throughout university to my 9 to 5 working class lost and lonely soul life, but come on now, most of us have been on some form of social dating app and it probably didn't go as well as we thought it would. And if you are that less than 1% who hit it off with the first person you matched or went on a date with, then good on you, sister or brother, because dating in today's society and generation is honestly just not it. I can honestly go on forever about this topic, but we have a more pressing story at hand. Even though I mentioned this story happened a year ago, it actually initially started probably about two to three years prior. So la-di-da, flashback to the past, here I am back on a dating app again, fresh out of university after I don't know how many times I've downloaded, deleted, and (laughs) re-downloaded. Story of my life and whoever else, please say I. Put those fingies in the air because I know I'm not alone on this one. But yeah, so I matched with someone, yeah, sure, he was cute, but you know the game, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, so you have to have, you know, multiple conversations with multiple suitors, but keep in mind, I can do this up until like a certain number of guys, and then it just all goes downhill, and I forget if Brad went to Harvard and studied archaeology, or if that was Chad, who was at OCAD for film and photography? Anywho, so yes, me, not good with talking to too many mans and only being able to focus on one at a time. So, unfortunately for him, and later on for me, I never got to meet up with him because I was too busy entertaining one of the most toxic guys I have ever wasted my time on. (sighs) For like, I don't know, eight to nine months? Story for another day, but... I'm the type that when I meet someone and we're really vibing, I will cut off all other guys just to focus on them. Talk about loyalty before the relationship. Y'all can't see this, but I'm totally shaking my head and rolling my eyes, but this honestly has been my biggest weakness and downfall, but we are working on it and totally have learned that this is not the best dating tactic. So fast forward to a year ago, I was finally exhausted of all these low-value men, and I got a DM from the guy. He worked in the media production industry, and I had just posted my first YouTube video at Bell Not Bella, shameless plug. 
he offered some suggestions and help and we just talked about that for a while we ended up catching up and I thought to myself hey like you're not seeing or talking to anyone right now and it looks like you never got a chance to meet this guy so let's see where it goes so boopity bop we talk and talk and things are going swimmingly and quite intense like nicknames like those cringy cute nicknames which i thought were cute at the time were being thrown around paragraphs actually novels were being sent good morning and good night texts ladies you know the whole shebang I think we were probably a couple months in of like frequent texting conversations and he finally got the courage to ask me out a couple hours before he wanted to meet. But I have to add that before we tried to meet, there was another occasion where we were supposed to meet, but when I told him to stop sexualizing me as a woman and to stop feeding me so many compliments about the physical aspects of me, i.e. my looks, he got so aggressive and played victim. That was my red flag and I should have left right then and there, but your girl was just not that smart back then. <laughs> so... I ended up just sitting in the parking lot. I was shopping that day and I was sitting in the parking lot and then we just started having this conversation. I literally had to put my car in park. I was sitting in this parking lot. You know, I was so excited to go shopping and I ended up spending like half an hour texting him, text fighting him because he didn't want to talk over the phone and he just kept sending me paragraphs saying how I made him super depressed and now he's going to go into the shower and cry and doesn't want to meet up with me anymore because now I'll think he's a dirty pig and blah 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 and honestly just trying to turn the situation around so I would see him as the broken individual who didn't mean to say all these things like "Ooh, look at me I'm like depressed and sad in the shower now because you called me out and told me to stop making comments about your sexy body i have no idea what that voice was but like how are you going to play victim when i'm basically telling you to respect me and lay off the comments like oh man i am heated right now but i digress so back to him asking me out a couple hours beforehand when he finally got the courage again after being so brutally hurt by me telling him to lay off the sexist comments still mildly heated <laughs> but i'm the type of person that appreciates plans made ahead of time your girl has a life and a schedule i can't just be penciling you in last minute unless you're of a higher priority and importance in my life but in this case i was so desperate to meet him i felt like i was waiting for so long and he still hadn't like asked me out like what gives you know so he wanted to meet for around 7 to 7.30 p.m. and I obviously had to go home to shower and get ready. Like, I looked like a thumb after a long day of work and obviously not prepared to be going out when I was given, oh, I don't know, three to four hours notice. Don't get me started on how I had to rush home from work downtown to uptown in the winter time that's an hour and a half commute during rush hour potentially more because like the tdc always has horrible subway delays and then somehow get ready in less than an hour and then mission all the way back downtown to make it for 7 30 p.m i obviously realized that by the time i was ready i wouldn't have time to transit down so i had to uber 
your girl had just paid off her own student debt straight out of university like we tried to save the coin but I didn't want to make the man wait so I hopped into a $50 uber like why was it that expensive oh I don't know rush hour it is what it is gosh I had to stop simping for man's 2021 resolution you guys hold me to it <laughs> So I finally get to his place. Uberman drops me off apparently at the back of the building. Like, how was I supposed to know what's the main entrance? It's like minus 10 degrees outside. I'm wearing ripped high-waisted jeans. This is a key piece of information to take note of, okay? High-waisted jeans. So yeah, freezing my butt and kneecaps off outside the back of the condo for this guy to come out. Obviously, brain cells are not working. So he texts me oh i don't see you like hello sir if i'm not at the front maybe i'm at the back one plus one equals two right <laughs> so after about waiting for like 10 years out on the cold he comes up from around the corner and y'all the amount of thoughts going through my head when i saw him one mildly catfished and two um Maybe he's not, I don't know. His pictures are really, really old. Like, I don't think he changed them since I matched with him over three years ago. And I just, ugh. anyways, saw him, said the whole, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you, hugged him and asked where we were going. He said something along the lines of, oh, let's just walk around and see. Okay, stop right there. It was minus 10 degrees and I'm not the type to complain about things ever. Like, I usually tolerate things, especially with, like, you know, people that, like, I'm not super close with, too. And I figured, okay, it's fine. He said the bars would be closed, so okay. I took his word for it, and onward we went to these bars. But what I thought was going to be a quick, it's walking distance, it's close, quickly became a daunting 20 minutes walk in the cold. Like, I would have offered to pay for an Uber, was kind of hoping he would, but no, we just walked that 20 minutes out in the cold, in ripped skinny jeans, in the wintertime. Rest in peace to my toes, fingies, kneecaps, and face that day, you will be missed. I was so over it that when we walked by like the first empty looking bar, he asked, wanna check out this one? I was like yes let's just do it and obviously on a first date there are certain places that i like to avoid like movie theaters clubs your mom's house just kidding that would be wholesome but a lot for a first date uh and loud bars and what do you know this bar was loud and had a whole ass live band a live freaking band and our table was like 10 steps away from it but I was not down to walk any further, so I was like, whatever, it is what it is. Was I yelling the entire time during the date? Yes. Did I strain my vocal cords the next day? Yes. Was it enjoyable? Up until a certain point. I'd also like to preface that I didn't eat dinner, and this guy had the mindset that we were just going to have drinks at a bar. So we ain't eating. We just chilling and talking and drinking. Hurrah. Honestly, the topics were a blur, but somehow we had a lot to talk about. And so we were sitting at the bar for like, I don't know, four-ish hours. Yeah, lots of talking. And you know what? That entire time, I only had one drink. He had two. We didn't eat. 
but I also didn't have much of an appetite for some reason, odd reason, after drinking whatever my cocktail was. Towards the end of this four-hour talking over the live band, slightly famished date, things got weird. Like, I don't know where or when, maybe he got super comfortable with me, but this 30-year-old man before me started playing with the mini gourds on the table. The mini squash, the mini pumpkin, and I don't know, the other ugly, bumpy-looking gourd thing that was there making jokes about Shrek babies. Y'all, if I make a reference or a joke about one thing one time, like, please don't repeat it so many times to me. Like, it's not funny after, like, the second time, you know? Just putting that out there, but... I head on down to the restroom because, you know, I need a breather and to give my friends the 411, the update. And as I was going down the stairs, I felt like kind of dizzy and lightheaded. My stomach was like cramping or it just felt really, really weird. And I don't know if it was me not eating anything and just having one cocktail or that the pants that I was wearing, them high-waisted jeans, were also cutting off my circulation. But I went back up, finished the rest of my drink and decided to wait at his place until the surge goes down with uber because save your coins sis but you know no funny business was you know on my mindset so we get upstairs he gives me an mtv style tour of his entire condo except his room that's weird that's suspicious in the great words of cardi b so i sell in on the couch and he goes be right back i need to go potty I can't even make this up. Verbatim, that's what he said. The 30-year-old man just used the word potty. Like, what? Pardon? He goes in, I hear the tap go on, the jacket unzips, I'm chilling on the couch, the window in his condo is wide open, so naturally, I keep my coat on and I don't touch anything because I just respect a stranger's place and their things, but after about like 10 minutes, he comes out, zips his jacket all the way back up and sits on the couch across from me obviously i'm cold like it's the freaking arctic up in his igloo like you can visibly see how cold i am and not once did he offer a blanket or to close the damn window oh and also didn't offer me any water or anything once i got to his place like i think that's a pretty common courtesy type thing to do am i wrong if i am tell me i am (laughs) We ended up talking for like another hour or two and things got weird again. He got very passionate talking about religion and politics and that ain't it for me. Like it got to the point where it was aggressive about his beliefs and refusing a religion. Like I'm not religious. So I mean, I obviously had no valuable and or valid insight or opinion other than, you know, hi, sir, please stop getting aggressive over this. And... He then was like playing with my hands and he took my rings and was playing with them. He put it on his fingers and started narrating as if he was the Queen of England. So picture this, you know, um, <laughs> him putting the rings on his finger and then, hello, I'm the Queen of England. Look at me. Hey, hey, this is me and my crown. <laughs> That was the worst impression ever. Please don't come for me. (laughs) Anyways, it was then nearing 3 a.m. I know, lol, what am I doing? (laughs) Hee hee, bad habits, overstaying my stay, and for what reason? 
I get up and tell him that I'm going to head home and call an Uber. And as soon as I got up, I felt kind of dizzy again, but he hugs me and leans in for a good old smooch. And I'm not even kidding. After about a few seconds of this short makeout sesh, I pulled away because I felt so weird. Like I couldn't breathe and was super lightheaded. And I jokingly said, oh, you're literally taking my breath away. <laughs> face bomb we met up for a little while longer until i honestly could not handle the lack of oxygen and proceeded to my route i walked towards the door so i can grab my shoes and what do you know my ears started ringing i had tunnel vision and the next thing you know i woke up far from where i last stood like i was near the kitchen and then i somehow ended up on the carpet near his couches which was like quite some distance away and oh man, I woke up, screamed, and had no idea, zero recollection of where I was. Like, the fear in me was astronomical, <laughs> if you get that reference. I saw him hover over me with, like, shock on his face, and I was just thinking to myself, like, who is that? Where am I? What has he done to me? All this guy did was look at me he just stared at me no oh my god are you okay do you need water should i call an ambulance your family like what do you need like no none of that like for all he knew i could have had a heart attack you know some pre-existing medical condition and all he did was just hover over me and stare at me like oh i don't know if a friend or a stranger or if anyone fainted in my home in my care in my presence my fight or flight would instantly be switched on and i would be calling for help i'd be doing whatever i could to save the person in front of me but no this was not the case for mr shrek baby finger queen impersonator <laughs> i had to ask him to get me onto the couch and for a glass of water i sat there and he was kind of holding me not saying a word at all i was like oh what happened um can you say something to distract me he's all uh you fainted and i caught you before you fell and brought you to the carpet oh wow prince charming your one and only good deed catching me from my fall like where's the evidence for all i know i could have fallen straight to the ground and you dragged my body over to the carpet <laughs> I felt super sick to my stomach from the situation and just, you know, all the after effects of from whatever happened earlier. I don't know, like just not eating or drinking like that one drink, but I just called an Uber and I tried my best to get out of there ASAP because I don't know what happened while I was blacked out. Who can say besides him, right? I can't trust anything that happened from that moment I blacked out to waking up and I'm not going to assume the worst, but literally anything could have happened and to this day i don't know for real what happened so anyways i got downstairs and he was walking me to the uber i got into the car and he was like text me when you get home and when i got in the car i immediately i think when, no, when i was back at his place i had already texted my sister but she was probably asleep but i texted one of my good friends matt and he was at a party and he was like oh my god like i can't believe that happened to you like do you need me to come pick you up and i'm like don't come pick me up right now like you're at a party like you're under the influence like don't worry about me but just the fact that he would have done something and he was so far away and it was three in the morning 
Yet this guy literally was as mentally dead as I was blacked out. Like, anyways, I made it back home, threw up a bit. My dad was awake when I got home, so he told me to get some food and off to bed I went. The next morning, we talked. Well, we texted. I told him that I wasn't going to work and I don't think that there would be a second day and he called me out and he was like oh I didn't think you were going to be that type of girl to not give someone a second chance like okay sir first of all there was no connection so I wasn't gonna waste my time and furthermore you did nothing to help me when I could have died in your home in your care for someone who said all this cute stuff like prior to meeting and everything um he was like oh my god i would take care of you so hard and talked about the future and all this other bs like when it came down to it the truth came to light actions speak louder than words and this guy was honestly so clueless and actually shocked about what i said like okay (laughs) so anyways i said my goodbyes and left off with some final parting words to not make anyone resent the other though I mean, if he ever comes across this episode, sorry, not sorry, you literally did nothing to help me in my time of literal need, but that's on fainting in a stranger's home on a first date. (laughs) Ladies and OGs, please be careful when online dating, pay attention to red flags, listen to your gut, and use protection. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Breaking Bell. I will be posting new episodes every week, so don't forget to follow the podcast and my social media at BellNotBella over on Instagram for updates. Love you all and catch you at the next audio party.